Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. What do you do when your partner destroys your family and abandons you and your kid? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, boyfriend, 27-year-old male, said he expects me, 20-year-old female, to make him dinner. How do I address this? We've been dating for over two years. He's my first boyfriend and my first everything. Since he's older, he's had way more relationships. I'm his fifth girlfriend and he's had multiple hookups. He works full-time and I work part-time and go to college and I'm studying for the LSAT. He also makes two times as much as me, so he makes around 3700 to 4000 a month, working 40 to 50 hours a week, while I only bring in 800 to 1000 after working 18 to 30 hours a week, depending on the week, and making 10 an hour. Our finances and the experience gap we have makes our relationship a little imbalanced sometimes. He knew I was in school before we started dating and he said he was okay with it. I told him I can't work full time and maintain good grades. I know some students can, but I've tried and I can't. I can do 25 hours before my grades start slipping. And he initially said it was okay and he would pay for most of our stuff. However, over the past two years, he has taken every chance he's got to bring up that he pays for everything. He doesn't pay for everything, but it is split about 70-30 most months. To make up for this, I clean daily and cook dinner for him about four times a week. Last night, he came home and asked me why dinner wasn't ready. I told him that I was trying to go to sleep early. I usually stay up till 11 or 12 waiting for him, and then I don't go to bed until 1 or 2 because school is starting soon, and I need to get my sleep schedule back on track because I have morning classes. I explained this to him, and he said the least I could do is make him a nice hot meal because he pays for everything I want. Maybe I'm wrong, but I just thought the way he spoke about it was kind of gross and demanding. I tried to explain this to him, and he kept saying that all he wanted was his girlfriend to cook him food because he pays all the bills. I get what he's saying, but I do cook for him, and I pay the bills that I can. I pay about 30% of the rent, all of the utilities, Wi-Fi, and we split grocery costs. I just really didn't feel like cooking last night, and his comment is making me dread cooking dinner tonight, because now I feel like cooking for him is required to keep a roof over my head, not something I do because I like it. December was a hard month financially for me. My work cut everyone's hours, and my boyfriend had to step up and pay the utility bill. We've had months like this before, and every time I start to struggle financially, he does pay for stuff, but he starts to bring up how he pays for everything, and I just freeload. I feel like this isn't fair. I never bring up how he doesn't clean the house and can't even put his bowls in the sink. I never even counter that I do pay some of the bills. I feel like he sees our relationship as transactional now. I feel like my finances are going to be held over my head until I graduate college and get a full-time job. He always talks about how he can't wait for the day I work full-time so he can use me how I use him. I just... I'm doing the best I can, really. Even if I worked full-time, I still wouldn't make as much as he does. He knew this when we got together, and if I knew this was a daily issue in our relationship, I might not have gotten with him. How can I make him see that I cannot go 50-50 with him? Or how to talk about finances with him? I just feel like this guy comes off as overly controlling. I don't know if it's expectations he has for you, 
or if he's just saying all these things and putting all these pressures on you to try to get you to submit to that and kind of get you in that mindset of, yes, you do make more money, everything you say is right, I will do everything you ask of me. I mean, straight up, this guy just doesn't seem to be respectful. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy tricky relationship topics, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, my 25-year-old female, best friend, 25-year-old male, asked me to be a bridesmaid for his wedding, but I said no. Was I wrong for the way I handled it? I don't use Reddit, but I thought I'd come here to get an objective second opinion. I, 25-year-old female, have been best friends with Sean, 25-year-old male, since we were 15, but known each other since we were 5. I know what people say about male-female friendships, but we've always been like siblings and I can say with 100% certainty that romantic feelings have never popped up. Sean started dating Elia, 24-year-old female, in uni 5 years ago. He really loves her and he would always tell me that this was the girl he wanted to marry, even from the beginning of their relationship, so I was so excited when he proposed. I was in town a month or so after the proposal. Our schedules haven't aligned, so I never got to congratulate them in person, so I dropped by their house with some flowers. That's when they both sat me down and formally asked that I be a bridesmaid. For context, Alaya has never liked me. She is either cold with me when Sean isn't around, or she's fake when he is, and Sean has explicitly said that she's not fond of me. I don't necessarily blame her. I can say all I want about how there's nothing between Sean and I, but I know the stigma that male-female relationships carry, so I try not to take it personally. I've tried on numerous occasions to reach out so we can get to know each other and be more comfortable, but she's always denied. I think it also doesn't help that I haven't really dated anyone during the time he's dated her, just because I've been busy with other things in my life and haven't found the right person. But given the nature of our relationship, I can understand how things could get misconstrued. I was shocked when they both asked me to be a bridesmaid. I knew Elia wasn't wholeheartedly into it and the whole situation just made me uncomfortable. Sean ended up getting a work call so he stepped out of the room, so I addressed Elia and asked her if she really wanted me to be a part of her bridal party since we aren't that close and we don't know each other well. I didn't bring up the fact that she didn't like me because I know Sean wasn't supposed to tell me that, but she just smiled and said she wouldn't want it either way. When Sean came back, I said, while I was grateful, I wouldn't be able to for work and financial reasons. Not necessarily untrue. He looked disappointed, but Elia was slightly smirking, so I had my answer and left soon after. A couple of days after the visit, I get a call from Sean who was upset that I denied to be a bridesmaid because of my relationship with Alaya, and not for the reasons I originally stated. I had planned on not addressing it immediately with him to not complicate things, but it makes sense that Alaya told him. He said that the past is in the past and I should be happy that she's ready to work on being closer with me, and that if anything I should at least try for him. I asked him to try understanding where I was coming from. I already don't feel accepted by her, and we aren't close so it doesn't make sense for her to feel like she has to include me as a part of her party of the wedding. I know she doesn't want me to be very involved, and that it's really Sean that wants me to be there. Bridal parties are already a big commitment, so I don't want her to feel like she's forced to include me in something that is primarily for her. Bridesmaids are there for the bride, groomsmen are there for the groom, I think. I said I would still come to the wedding and help out as much as I can, but I won't feel right being a bridesmaid. I made sure to clarify that I did not lie, and they being a part of a bridal party would be a financial burden, especially since Aliyah likes to live lavishly and I don't have... 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. The kind of money to spend on doing extravagant events for what comes with being a bridesmaid. We came to a mutual understanding after a long conversation. He's not really happy and I'm just uncomfortable, but it is what it is. I did get a slew of texts from Alaya on how Sean told her about our conversation and that she felt bad I couldn't be a part of it because of personal reasons, but that she hoped I would still be there for his sake. I don't know. The whole situation makes me feel kind of icky, but I just wanted to make sure I'm handling it right. There have been times where I considered fully distancing myself from Sean just based on how Alaya interacted with me because I feel very clearly how much she doesn't want me there and sometimes it feels like I have a target on my back. Sean told her from the beginning of our relationship that my relationship with him was non-negotiable, and I know that probably bothered her a lot, and I feel guilty for it, even though those words didn't come out of my mouth. So, did I handle this okay? I don't even know what to do anymore. OP's not crazy or out of line here, I think most people in this situation would feel pretty uncomfortable. They know their friend's partner doesn't like them, doesn't want anything to do with them, and it's like established that both sides know this is the truth, it's just not going to work out. I will say though, I don't see why OP couldn't be a groom's woman. I think that would be pretty awesome, as long as the partner doesn't get livid about it, why not just be a part of his side? Our next story is me, 21 year old male, feeling attraction for other girls girlfriend is 22 year old female me and my girlfriend are in a three-year relationship and she recently asked me if i've ever felt like a glimpse of sexual desire or attraction towards other girls i said probably yes for some seconds but then i would reason and stop thinking about that because i love my girlfriend and i'm happy with her now because of that she is considering ending the relationship because she sees that as cheating I just want to make it clear that I really love my girlfriend and I would never ever cheat on her. And I don't have at all that desire. Is it actually cheating? I really 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 don't find it like that, but I would like to get thoughts on that. So personally, I feel like this kind of behavior is human. Whether or not you're with your utter true soulmate, you're likely going to see another human being at some point and your brain is going to go, wow, they are attractive. It's not something you just turn off. What matters is if you're the type of person that's actually going to act on that or if you're actually devoted to your partner like you claim you are. I think it's really that simple and it makes me question whether or not this is OP's partner's first or second relationship. It just sounds like they really don't have much experience. 
And if they're asking you this question just to be a classic trap question expecting you to lie to her because that's just what they want to hear, that's also kind of a red flag. Would you still love me if I was a worm? I'm ending the relationship if you say no. Our next story is, male 23, found an engagement ring while packing to leave my partner. Male 25, what do I do now? He and I have been together for about three years, known each other for almost five. He's a veteran. He got badly hurt a year and a half ago, and life just went downhill since then. He's been struggling severe mental health issues and a physical disability, to the point that he started using and he tried taking his own life. I've done absolutely everything in my power to help him. I've worked two jobs to be able to get him the best therapist after the ones provided by the VA could not assist him. I've been there for him during withdrawal. I found him almost gone in the bathroom. I've been driving him to physical therapy to his doctor appointments and therapy sessions, and I finally took him to rehab which I paid for with the remainder of my savings. I just don't know how much longer I can keep going, and really soon I won't be able to help him because I'm not doing so great myself. So it took me a while but I finally made a decision that I've given him all the possible resources for recovery and healing. But he has to do that without me. He has to get better for himself and I can't be his caretaker anymore. I'm not qualified and half of the time I don't know what I'm doing. It's killing me. So I started packing today while he's in rehab and I found an engagement ring between his clothes and the wardrobe. I don't know when he got it and when he was going to give it to me but it really made me hesitate and I'm not sure what to do now. The problem here is OP identified that they were at their limit. They just can't keep going on like this. An engagement ring or getting married is not going to solve any issues. In fact, It might just make everything even harder for OP. I mean, it kind of cements them even firmer into the current position. Our next story is, Dad, 60-year-old female, won't let me ride with him to ski park even though the whole family is going and there are five people for five seats. I'm 26-year-old female, trying to wrap my head around something with my family, and I'm deciding if I want to put more distance between them and me for my own sanity. My dad, 60-year-old male, half-sister, 11-year-old female, and stepmom, 40-year-old female, have been pitching me and my sister, 21-year-old female, to go ski with them when they take my half-sister for all-day ski lessons. I'm a big snowboarder myself and am part of a club that runs shuttles up to the same ski resort, so I thought it would be fun to do something as a family. My sister and I both agree to go, but now my dad starts griping that my board won't fit his trunk and I should go with my club to take the bus. We test it out and it fits, but my dad starts saying that it would be too cramped for all five people in the car and is worried about my baby half-sister after all-day lessons and she typically wants to lie down for a nap in the back of the car. But he offers to take my board up for me and drops it off a couple of days after. For reference, taking the bus is actually better for me. The walk is closer and there's more space. The only good thing about catching a ride with my dad is for family time and because they leave earlier. Also, my snowboard is new so it's my baby and I immediately take it out of my bag when I get home to prevent rust. As well, I go snowboarding regularly so I don't want to wait on it being brought back. So my dad taking my board without me is the absolute stupidest idea I have ever heard, especially if he doesn't know anything about board care. At this point, I pled a little for him to let me in, but I ultimately just book with my club, but I'm kind of hurt. I already go to therapy due to my family. Historically, stepmom doesn't give a crap about kids through marriage. Only baby, and dad was very neglectful growing up, leading to me having poor boundaries. And I just want to check the level of weird and whether feeling hurt about this is justified before I take this to therapy. 
Didn't think it was too bad until a friend brought up just how unfair and wild it was. Yeah, the dad is totally in the wrong for offering and then acting like that. What probably happened is they made that offer before actually talking it through with their partner and now has to backtrack because he can't own up to it. It's pretty darn unfair for OP. Our next story is, my 22-year-old male, girlfriend, 21-year-old female, destroyed our family on Boxing Day and has completely abandoned me and my daughter, 5-year-old female. We've been in a relationship for over 3 years and have cohabited for a large portion of it. She met my daughter very early on and they established a great connection. It wasn't long after where she took to a mother-like role and we've been a family unit since then. She moved far away to go to university, but that didn't deter our relationship and she would come home whenever she had the opportunity. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Unity. I was even able to fly out and visit her. I was attending university locally, and we were both planning for a future together. Her last stretch away was her longest, four months, and towards the end, she had started to become distant, and would talk about a specific male friend in a way that made me feel uncomfortable. He spent the night at her apartment one day, but she told me he had slept on the couch. When she came down to visit this Christmas, it was as magical and perfect as it usually was, and the whole time we were making more plans to see each other and discussing how excited we were for the future we were building as a family. We even planned to have our daughter fly out to visit. On the evening of the 26th, I saw the friend in question text her that he missed her. I was concerned by this, but she seemed very upset like he was trying to pursue something with her, and she was hurt it would damage their friendship. It would be tough to have someone you thought was a friend pursue you romantically and disrespect your relationship. Although I believed her, something felt wrong. So when she fell asleep that night, I looked through their messages and saw that they had communicated like boyfriend and girlfriend, and he discussed how amazing their night together was and how cute she was when she slept. She showed a lot of interest in him through text. I woke her up and confronted her, and she admitted that she had kissed him on the neck and invited him to stay the night, and they both fell asleep holding each other just in their underwear, but she denied any sexual activity occurred. I was livid and absolutely crushed, so I told her she had to leave, and I drove her to the nearest coffee shop to wait for her family to pick her up. She didn't say a word to me, and although I was angry, she never tried to explain anything. In the following days, I reached out when I was calm, hoping we could discuss the matter further and possibly reconcile, but she treated me coldly and never took any accountability for her actions. She stated that she just needed to be alone, and she felt remorse, but things had to end. I was even more heartbroken that she didn't try to fix the situation in any way, and we didn't see each other for the rest of the time she was down. Our relationship is over. She did say she was going to end things with the guy and she just needed time to work on herself, but I recently found out that they had immediately started dating when she went back to university on January 6th. My daughter has been so incredibly sad, as have I, and I have no idea how to explain how someone she saw as a mother could be there for Christmas one day and completely gone from our lives the next. 
The relationship wasn't perfect, but there was no warning signs that it would end so abruptly. I don't know if I should reach out to her. I don't know what to say to my daughter. Man, I don't know what to say to myself. I don't understand how she could abandon her family like that for a 19-year-old boy. She always said she was her daughter and that I was the love of her life, and now she's gone in an instant to pursue someone else. How do I leave it all behind with my head held high after an embarrassing pain like this? Update, I put it in the comments, but I'll add it to the post as well. Why bother with the pain of hashing out the whole story? It really won't change anything. It is a story worth sharing, but this isn't the correct medium. For my own sanity, I would like to provide this context. I introduced her to my daughter as a friend initially, and we were always very clear about setting up boundaries in terms of the role she would play. When we started dating, I made it very clear that she was not her mother and I would take care of all of the parental responsibilities. We also decided that should the relationship progress, we would take into account how my daughter felt about the situation. She had a voice, not a choice. After dating for a while, she showed great interest in assisting me with the parental responsibilities. We started doing a few of the small things together from time to time, such as reading books at night or brushing her hair. But for the most part, she was there to tag along for trips to the park or adventures into the city. She was dad's girlfriend. They were bonding and she expressed that she was beginning to see my daughter as her own, but I slowed that down as best as I could. It is a lifelong commitment after all. I wanted her to be certain in the relationship, and I wanted to make sure things didn't progress too fast. We both understood she wasn't her mother, but she kept insisting that she wanted to be. I loved her. I trusted her. My daughter began seeing her like that. Her parents had their own trepidation, of course, as their daughter had big aspirations and they didn't want her to weigh herself down. She was still a dang teenager. Of course they felt that way. We all felt that way. Then we all started spending time with them, and they would comment on how it was the happiest and healthiest they had ever seen their daughter. They were like a second family to me, and they loved my daughter. After a couple of years, they also took on the role of an additional set of grandparents. Her siblings, her friends, her parents, they all saw her as a mother. This wasn't simply because she was with me, it was because she demanded to take on that role. It became a point of contention at times, because she would feel as though I didn't give her enough power and influence as a mother, but I felt trepidation about her age and her desires for the future. Eventually I gave in. She showed me that her parental skill, maturity and desire was so far beyond her age and I couldn't think of a reason to say no. I was so deeply in love and every part of our futures we had planned together and planned as a family. I gave her a promise ring and we planned to get married after we finished university. Fall wedding with only close family and friends, but a big butt party. She was amazing and she willingly took on the role of a teenage mother because her love and faith in our relationship was so strong that she genuinely saw our whole lives together. We were both naive, of course, but I truly didn't realize that until three weeks ago. If we had stayed together and gotten married like we had planned, it certainly would have been a beautiful love story. It wasn't long after where she took to a mother-like role and we've been a family unit since then, is one of the many swiftly written lines that doesn't accurately depict the reality of the situation, but it is true that enough information was given to receive appropriate advice on what to do next. She changed. The situation changed. It it is what it is. My daughter is doing excellent, and she's a wonderful student and a very understanding person. I've raised her to be so, and honestly, 21-year-old female did an amazing job helping me along that process. I told my daughter the truth. 
at least the kid-friendly version, and though she's sad, she has accepted it much faster than I did. She just wants one of her best grown-up friends to be happy and do well. At the end of the day, I just wish she would bear the weight of her own decisions. She chose this life knowing exactly what it meant, and when things changed for her, she should have talked to me. She didn't. Instead, she cheated, potentially to force my hand in letting her go. That was cowardly. We had broken up shortly before she came down for Christmas due to a fight about how it seemed like she was drifting apart from my daughter and I, and it seemed like she was forming inappropriate relationships with guys at her university. She made the choice to lie about what really happened, and she made the choice to pin the blame on me for not involving her enough in my life and not respecting her as a parent. She said those things after she cheated. She made the choice to reconcile with me under the notion that we would put extra effort into making our relationship as steady as possible, so we could get through the long distance portion and start building this beautiful life we had planned all along. She never told me she didn't want to be a parent. She insisted the opposite right until the bitter end. She made the choice to be a family unit again during Christmas as we visited everyone as two parents and our daughter. She made the choice to hold on to her lies and to hold on to the relationship with the other guy and to make my daughter breakfast and sing her songs and talk about how much she loved us and always wanted to see us, knowing dang well things had changed. I was blindsided because she never let me see the truth. In fact, she showed me the exact opposite. I was naive, but she was beyond cruel for doing that. Yes, it would have hurt me and my daughter to have her tell us the truth and leave, but that would have been the right thing to do, and in this context, I believe it would be appropriate for her to have to bear the burden of hurting us. She gets to be a free 21-year-old girl at university in a big city. I have to be a young, single dad doing my best to raise a daughter and build a life for us from basically the very beginning of adulthood. I should not have been made to carry her burdens for her, not with everything I have going on. My daughter is kind and brilliant and genuinely intellectually gifted. We work together for hours each day building upon her skills and exploring her interests. We're going to be okay, and the next woman I meet, I am going to keep far away from my daughter, unless I'm already certain I want to be with her for life. Of course, if she is terrible with my daughter or disinterested in that role, she's unlikely to get there in the first place. And even if she does, meeting someone once or twice as a child and then not seeing them again is perfectly normal. I hear you guys, and I see the utter disbelief at the ages. It really is a wild and wacky story. I must say though, it wasn't a normal 21-year-old female, 22-year-old male relationship, and she knew it wasn't, and she didn't want it to be. I never forced her into this role, and I was always very upfront and open that my life of being young and wild and free was in the past. I was seeking a life of stability, growth, romance, okay, and maybe a little bit of youthful bullcrap and adventure on the weekends. My daughter was always the priority though, and I let her know she had every right to explore herself before jumping in to something that had to be certain and stable for my daughter. There were times where I would distance myself from her in fear that she may decide that she wants that single adventurous type of life in the future. Heck, what young, smart, and pretty woman wouldn't at least consider it? She always closed that space between us though, and she always assured me that what we had was already more than what she ever wanted. Maybe by then she was already too scared to leave, but how the heck could someone fake it for so long and why? We really are a couple of naive freaks, but we thought we were wise beyond our years. It's what we were told. I don't understand how she could abandon her family like that for a 19-year-old boy. 
You have to understand that she felt like she was so far beyond her years that people younger than her seemed so babyish, and she stated on multiple occasions that it would be disgusting to date someone who was still a teenager. They are two years apart, but one of them has three years of parental experience, and the other is fresh out of high school. Well, look at her go. She told a lot of lies, and she led me and my daughter so far down a path I thought we all wanted just to 180 on us and leave entirely. Honestly, I can accept the reality of the situation, and I know I will be okay. It sucks what she did, but I can't let go of it. The part that crushes me, the part that truly hurts my soul, she acted so cold and indignant toward me at the end. She showed no guilt, no remorse. She showed nothing towards me. I never got the truth. She never had the decency to just tell me. I don't respect that, and she brought so much unnecessary pain to my daughter and I just to spare her own feelings. I'm picking up those pieces and I'm not losing sight of myself. 22 years old and I've got a wealth of freak-ups under my belt to learn from. Y'all don't even know the half of it. Sadly, at 20, 21, you're still changing a lot, and especially when they start getting that taste of freedom or that grass is always greener on the other side type mentality, I think really their true colors kind of came out there. I think they found themselves feeling like they were so far in deep in this relationship that they just didn't even want to address those feelings. They didn't want to own up to them and and actually process them. They found it easier to just try to push it all off on OP and their kid and run off into the sunset as quickly as they could before it could ever catch back up to them. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another tricky relationship topic, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.